All right, guys, huge episode as we preview Spider-Man No Way Home and its big trailer that dropped this week. We end the summer of Star Wars. Steamer Streamer is back, and uh, we'll tell you guys what our net, next rewatch is. Here we go, Nobody's Podcast. And here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys? Doing really well. I'm great. How are you? I am doing so well. Summer of Star Wars will be coming to an end. Sadly, had the best time watching all the Star Wars movies. It's been awesome. Do we need to play that Green Day song? It was the time of our life. Yeah, Yeah, we could. Didn't Green Day just play a big show at at Target Target Field? Field. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, they did. And they played at at Wrigley like a week ago, too. It was Fall Out Boy, Weezer. Mm Mm-hmm. And Green Day? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, don't know how we got Green Day out of that, but we got to Green Day. <laughs> uh, we have an awesome episode. Lots of news, lots of things to cover. We'll finish up Summer of Star Wars, and we will announce our next rewatch project. So lots of stuff to cover today. Uh, before we dive into that, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordeast Podcast. Also, subscribe anywhere that you get your favorite podcasts from and get the Nordeast Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free beautiful all right guys so we're drinking a big uh beer from our neighbors to the south we are drinking pineapple papaya fandango the kettle sour beer with pineapple and papaya from toppling goliath what do you guys think of this i really like it it's really good it's so tasty it's a little bit sweet for this whole pint but i love it i like this little fandango series just not the price they're like twenty five bucks for a four pack. We Holy. did we did the cherry fandango a couple weeks ago. And I don't know. Toppling Goliath's just really good. I think I would like to make a little pod trip there someday. Oh yeah. I would go. I mean it's really the only thing in Iowa worth checking out at all. Mm-hmm. Right? So Yeah, that's it. There's a, casi- there's a casino on the way. Yeah, there's like a sports okay. like you can like sports gamble there, right? I have no idea. Well, that sounds nice. You can. So they so wait a minute. Wait a minute. Iowa has thus far legalized Mm -hmm. gay marriage and sports betting well in advance of Minnesota. Wow. Minnesota is like the nervous person who's like, let's wait and see what the neighbors do. Oh yeah. No, we're fake progressive as hell. I don't even think we pretend to be, but yeah, I think it's like we're like we're like um, don't want to act first ever or second. Or third. I think we're 19th on gay marriage. Sometimes we don't Not even great. want to act at all. We just want to be like, well, are we really unhappy? <laughs> Marijuana could be a fad. <laughs> <laughs> what if, uh, you know, what if everyone else starts backing out of their laws? Yeah. All right, not. guys. Uh, so we'll enjoy that beer. Um, and uh, we'll hop into Do We Care. And the only place to start is uh, with the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. This seemed like a big event. Um, I kind of think that Tom Holland is one of the biggest stars in the world now, um, and his ability to use social media to get people excited about what he's doing. Um, I notice what he does. I don't even follow him, and I notice what he does on social media more than like anybody else. And so I just think it's amazing. Maybe it's just people love him and the character he is. Um, but this seemed like it was bubbling up for the whole week and especially the day of Mm -hmm. before the big drop lots of cool um reveals including the doc ock from the first spider-man trilogy so yeah i mean we got um alfred molina i think is is that he he was awesome right i mean yeah 
you can say what you want about the early Spider-Man movies. I generally liked them, especially the first couple. One he was, was awesome. One was, one was, was great. Yeah, he was so good as Doc Ock. So I think that was a huge thing. So it definitely like shook. I mean, this was like all people did on the internet today was talk about this trailer. It felt like well, and, and Eric, like you said, Marvel, Disney, Entertainment, or whatever has figured out the best conduit to the fans is Tom Holland mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. He, he's got those like intangible qualities where he's like, Oh no, I accidentally let the script title slip, <laughs> yeah. you know, into the picture, you know, yeah. it's like, okay, you know, we get the shtick at this point, but it's still really creatively done the way that they continue to, to roll these things out through him. Mm-hmm. It seems like one time yeah. he messed up what with giving the information away. And then they were just like, everyone loved that and thought it was really charming. <laughs> so let's just do that every time from now yeah. on. No, it's and definitely now it's bit. just part of the thing. And he, I don't know. It just, he just seems like such a likable guy. Um, so were you guys surprised at how much Doctor Strange was in this trailer? No. No, you weren't. No, not at all. So, I mean, I think we thought that that was going to happen, but he's got his own movie coming out called Multiverse of Madness. And then we know Quantumania is happening from Ant-Man. So it's going to be like, I think Doctor Strange is maybe just going to be in all of the movies now? I think um, Doctor Strange, uh, Spider-Man, and Wanda are going to carry the next few years. Yeah, I think Spider-Man technically only has two more group appearances left. Until the next I know, big but that's, that's what they're saying. That's they, they don't have a plan forward for any more Spider-Man movies uh, with Tom Holland, and he only has two more like ensemble casts. Here's like. my guess, is that um, when this movie makes a billion dollars, Disney will find some extra <laughs> money to make sure that Spider-Man is they'll back as many times. Sony straight up. Yeah, yeah. They'll just, uh, just as many times as they need to, they will just pay Sony a lot of money to keep using Tom Holland in the I movies. I hope so, I hope so. I mean, he's got to be their biggest star at this point, right? In the MCU? Now uh, that Robert know. Downey Jr. is officially retired, I would say yes. Or like re- I mean, retired from Hemsworth Iron Man. Is still, yeah, I suppose though. I mean, Hemsworth is still up there. Chris Pratt is still up there. Mm-hmm. But, dude, I think Tom Holland, especially with the kids, right? I mean, like, I think like Tom you said, Holland he's, is their he biggest. He bridges star. the gap. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. So, this movie looks crazy. It looks like they officially opened up the multiverse, and maybe Doctor Strange did it, or some fuck up combination between him and Loki and what we saw in Wanda uh, WandaVision. So, yeah. I, I don't know, but, dude, it's open because we got these villains from other past our, or, uh, Spider-Man movies. Yep. It sounds like we are going to have the other two, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. An image was going around the internet yesterday with fans going nuts about three Spider-Mans together in yeah. an image. And, I mean, Disney isn't confirming it, but it sounds... It looks real, and I, I, it wasn't in the trailer, but there no. was some shit that leaked outside the trailer stuff, so... Yeah. Dude, I am so excited for this. It looks really wild and fun, and I, even without the perfect marketing, this trailer is just going to make a lot of noise, because it's so different. Well, think about how far CG has come even like how great we thought Doc Ock maybe looked in, you know, whatever 2003 when the first one came out. And now we've got the Marvel machine behind it. Like this is, it's going to be incredible. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm super excited. I don't love Dr. Strange being that involved, but I realized they, they kind of got a leapfrog across the lily pads to get to, you know, all this multiverse stuff. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it's part and parcel for it. His character either. I mean, he's only had the one movie I think was kind of underwhelming. He's been, like an interesting part, visual part of the fight scenes and stuff in these big, you know, Avengers movies, but I he's not his, my favorite. I well, the his only movie was fine, and I thought he was very good in all of the big movies. I agree. Yeah, and I think that that's probably why they paired them up in Infinity War mm-hmm. and moving forward because they saw like maybe there's some really good chemistry between Tom Holland and Benedict Cumberbatch. 
Mm-hmm. So you know they were they were together for quite a bit of You're those right. of those films too. So um, it doesn't disappoint me, right? But I'm just I'm not that excited if he's if it's going to be like a, a 60 40 like a buddy deal. cop. Yeah, deal, I, yeah, I'm not that not that pumped. Well, Tom Holland's got to share the screen with a lot of people. I mean, there's a, just a ton of characters in this, so I think it's I'm, it's all exciting. It's just going to be awesome. In fact, there's a part where in in the trailer, um, Tom Holland, Peter Parker, whatever, is like being arrested and questioned for Mysterio's death from mm-hmm. the last movie. I think this picks up pretty much right after the last movie yeah he was doxxed by jj uh what's his nuts right yeah um the paper jonah jameson right yeah so i think it's going to pick up right from there he gets taken in for questioning and then a lawyer comes in and they don't show his face and i think that's probably daredevil people think that's uh matt murdoch dang because they actually said they like they got charlie cox the dude that was in that to come and reprise so i think that's gonna be him which would be kind of cool I think that... Now this is turning into another, like, ensemble movie. But, <laughs> oh, it just yeah. seems totally like that. I, I think that um, I, I, I really enjoyed the part where he was, like, called him Sir. And he was like, Peter, we saved the universe together. You don't need to keep calling me Sir. And he's like, okay, Steven. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's like, that does sound weird, but I'll go with it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be great. Everyone loves this Spider-Man character. I, I don't know if they made a better casting outside of maybe Iron Man. Yeah. In the entire MCU. I mean, they really crushed oh, his character. It, it, don't hate on Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody could have done that. You mean... You mean uh, Come on, big guy! <laughs> you, you mean uh, Ed Norton. That's true. They That's went with true. Ed Norton first. I paid $4 for that, son of a bitch. Me too. Wow. Me too. Um, all right, we'll move on to one other thing in the MCU. Uh, it's rumored that Giancarlo Esposito could possibly be cast as Professor X. I, when I was first reading it, I'm like, they're going to say Magneto. They're going to say, and then they didn't. They said, and you know, this is with a grain of salt, but I, I was kind of surprised. I think it's cool. I think it's age appropriate. You ruined it for me. Was that going to be your take? No, no, you ruined it for me because I Now thought, he wants him to play Magneto. Now I want him to play yeah. Magneto. I'm like, oh my well, God. Well, he always plays bad guys. So I thought, you know, yeah, maybe, but, he, but maybe Magneto, it would be cool. Is Magneto a bad guy? Right. You know, I just think like... um I was kind of picturing him, him playing, uh, who's his character in Mandalorian? Yeah. Whatever. That guy. That guy. That guy. The Darksaber guy. Yeah, Darksaber guy. Moff Gideon. <laughs> Good old Moff. I was like thinking of Moff Gideon, but wearing the Magneto costume. And it and sounds was, just like perfect, I was pretty right? in on it. Him like floating around and shit with the perfect pointed <sighs> toes, you know? I hate this now. I hate it. I don't want to be <laughs> Professor X. He's got great form. Um... <laughs> No, I'm excited about it. And here's the thing. So, like, people are like, you know, don't... Why does every casting have to be, you know, race-switched or gender-switched or whatever? Um, but I think this this probably makes sense. And there's a chance that both uh, Magneto and Professor X would be black dudes or black, you know, maybe black women. I don't know. But um, because... If, if their origin story is, like, a civil rights thing, mm-hmm. um, while they were, like, you know, World War II, re- like, refugees, Jews, yes. and that doesn't really play anymore. That was 100-something years ago. It doesn't, well, it was, like, 80 years ago. Okay, but right. I mean, yeah, like, they would be too they old. they would be 100. They, they, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they would be too old. And they so would be 100. Thank the you. Problem with, the problem with the X-Men story, which I love, is that it is so tied to U.S. history and world history that... It doesn't really work anymore if you have the same origin story. And so mm-hmm. either you're going to have to have some kind of weird time travel, which is just more confusing, or you're going to have to switch it, like you said, to a different social conflict. And it could be any, but I think that they're going to have to make some kind of change there. So that doesn't bother me. I I, I trust Marvel on this one, too. Mm-hmm. Either I care. Way, I, I care. He's going to end up in the MCU at some point. He's obviously cool with Disney. He's just everybody's getting collected at some point. So he'll he'll get the snowballs coming for him too. He'll be get swept up. 
I, I do wonder, like, why, you know, like, those, like, 90s, early 2000s, like, just big male actors? Yeah. Like, Pitt and Clooney and DiCaprio and, you know, all those guys, right? There's a whole group of them. Will Smith. Yeah, sure. How are none of those guys in the MCU? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're, like, too big of stars, almost. Or they just think they're, like, or they think they're too they big of stars. They would just be, like... Like, almost silly in some of these scenes. Like, you'd be like, oh, my God, Brad well, I Pitt's also... in this scene. What the fuck's happening? I don't know. I also think they, I could they, buy it. they take their film careers a little bit more seriously. And then that's not to say that there yeah. isn't, like, value and money to be made in comic book movies. But, like, Leo is going to work with, like, Scorsese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, literally. Like, that's what Like, big-time directors. Like, Brad and, Pitt just doesn't work. He'll do like a Coen Brothers movie every once in a while. Doesn't need to. Doesn't need to. Will Smith is way too. He he has to be like the leading man. Like I I guarantee mm-hmm. like it was like the biggest toughest pill of his career to swallow to like share the screen. Plus in he Suicide really Squad. wants an Oscar. Yeah, like he's doing another big movie to try to get an Oscar playing the the Williams dad now. So I don't well, know because money is not an object. For, right. Like he None of these guys. Yeah. So they don't care. So you know to a, someone like Chris Evans. Or Chris Hemsworth, or even Robert Downey Jr., who like at the time when Iron Man, yeah, he like offers really were dried up. This, you know what yeah. I mean? And so like I think they're taking smaller stars and like bringing them along for the ride, as opposed to taking someone who's like kind of already at the top of their game or mm-hmm. t- or fame in that regard, and then stepping down to like the comic book movie level. I just think Brad Pitt has better things to do, like Voyage of Time, Allied, War Machine, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Ad Astra. <laughs> Bullet Train, The Lost City of D, and Babylon. Wow. That's which his are his last five years of movies. <laughs> I mean, man, too bad he, he's, ab- too, he's above being well, the sure. leader of the Fantastic Four. I'm not saying he's right. I'm just Ooh. saying I think that's their mentality. I kind of like that. I like that too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he would. Reed Richards? I'd be, I, I don't, I'd be in. I don't think he would. Why not? Because they're easier to pick apart and, yeah. and they're easier to hate when they don't do it right. Hmm. I don't know. He's not hungry. I think it'd be ex- he wouldn't be hungry exciting. for that type of thing, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he might be a little old, too. Anyway, let's move on. We'll move on. All right, guys. Dune. We found Ooh. out uh, it's running time, and it's about the amount of time it would take you to read the entire Dune novel. Right. If you're, a, you know, a, read it a decent clip. Two hours, 35 minutes. A tight 235. Tight 230. What was Blade Runner, Ryan? Do you remember? 250. Okay. I think it was even longer. And we didn't feel like that. I mean, we saw that in the theater. I don't think we thought that it was like dragging on. I mean, it was, it's, it's a movie I haven't watched twice. I'll say that because it's just so intimidating to go back to. Oh, I watch it all the time. Do you? That's awesome. Um, I mean, it's, it's beautiful. Not all the time. I like it, but like once every like eight months. Okay, I'll so fire seen it, it a few times. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, this is good, right? It's a huge movie. It makes sense. You knew it was going to be long. It's Denis Villeneuve, whatever you say his name. And he did have an interesting quote this week. He was like, he he really, you know, he's a traditionalist, right? He wants everyone to go to the theater to see his movie. He doesn't like that it's going to be on HBO Max for us. So he's like. Seeing this movie would be like using a... Seeing it on a, a TV. Yeah, seeing it on a TV would be like a jet boat in a bathtub, you know. So, I don't know. I might do the jet boat in the bathtub, though. Are you going to try to get to the theater? I think this has to be a theater movie. Yeah. I mean... Maybe we should go. I think we should. Okay. This this might be... I mean, Spider-Man is up there, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I want to see Shang-Chi, and that's coming up yeah. in like a couple weeks. So, might be getting to the theater a little bit here. But I'm excited. Yeah, two, hour, two hours 35, it makes sense. It's all you, good. You can do that. Yeah, Just so you know, um, Blade Runner 2049 was two hours and 43 minutes. Okay, so this is 10 minutes shorter. I think the longest movie we've ever seen in theaters is Endgame. Was that longer than that, these? That's like three hours, wasn't it? I don't think so. 
I thought it was three hour runtime and everyone's like, oh my God. And they're like, hey, do you want us to wrap up the story or not? Because yeah, right. like, we got a lot of shit to tell. Eric, what do you got? I'm pulling it up right now. Endgame running time was three hours and one minute. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. That's our record holder. I think I nailed both of those. Ugh, pretty kind of, yeah. You crushed that. <laughs> um, all right. Next up. I do care. How about that? Yeah, I care too. Um, something that I don't care about, Kanye West is officially changing his name to Ye. Don't care. Ye. This you, is so stupid. Do we care? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. No. I'm, I mean, you know, I just want his album to be released and I want to. I will listen to it. I will listen to it and if it's good, I'll enjoy it. If it's not, I won't. If it's good. I don't need all the rest. Is there any artist who's more like, if it's good, everyone's like, he's back. Yeah. And if it's bad, everyone's like, I fucking hate the new Kanye. You know, and like, if it's bad, it's just like, well, that's because it's all about, you know, Jesus. Just not my thing. When it's also about <laughs> Jesus and it's bad. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's like, this isn't even real songs, can, dude. Can I rip Christian music for you real quick? Well, don't offend me. Because you, no, obviously I don't care. <laughs> Here's my problem with Christian music. It's all about the same thing. Yeah. That's, that's what a problem. kind of defines it. It's kind of a problem. It's kind of like church. Yeah, but it's just like on an album, if every song was about the same thing, it would be either Christian music or country music. You ever music. listen to the, like Dr. Dre's old albums? True. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, there's they're drinking, smoking. You could have a song. Okay, there's a couple different things. Um, but I mean, like I, people... Christian music's always like sexual, but then you also realize it's about Jesus. Mm, He's like, yeah. he holds me. You got to give it up. Touches me deep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, reaches inside of me. He's so strong. (laughs) (laughs) So it gets a little weird. I've never thought about it that way. Oh, like you can't not. Well, did you ever hear, there's a whole South Park episode where Cartman realizes that the the best way to make money is to be a Christian musician. I remember they're shooting the album cover and And stuff. And then every single song is just like, I want to make love to Jesus. I want to kiss him on the lips. I (laughs) want to dance with him and run my hands out over him. And then people are like, what? And he's like, dude, it's about Jesus. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And it sells. Yeah. Okay. I'll do it. I'll do it for you. You digress. Yeah. So yay. Anyways, whatever. Just drop Donda. I hope it's good. Um, I'm sure it's going to be more Christian music, but you know, we'll see. All right. We'll we'll move over to HBO here quickly. HBO is releasing a Lakers documentary. No. So live action series. I'm sorry. A live action series. And it's the Lakers, I believe, are themselves are the ones who are putting this on with them, right? I think that it's in conjunction. Like I mean, they need owners. like, yeah, they need like permission and shit, and they probably need places to go shoot around there. So it had to happen with them. And funding. But it's got, um, I'm so excited. So th- this came up because my guy, Bo Burnham, who I've been following since his like early YouTube video days, when there was like not that many YouTube videos even out there. Um, so he's like this big, tall, white comedian that was going to play Larry Bird. And I was psyched on it. I'm like, okay, this show's going to be great. Mark, and isn't he from Indiana? Maybe. Bo, Bo Burnham? Yeah, maybe. So there's, I mean, there's the connection too. So yeah, there you go. Um, so it was kind of perfect, but I guess scheduling or something, it, it, it's not going to work out. But either way, I don't care. I'm excited about this series. It's like... I don't know what year was like Bird and the Celtics just killing it, and they were huge rivals with with the Lakers. I mean, mid eighties, mid eighties. Okay, yeah. so that's probably what this is. This is set in real so, short shorts. Like Nike is is like the birth of the Nike company is gonna be part of it. Um, I'm excited, man. I think this is gonna be like you know this should be. It's like HBO Max, big budget scripted TV drama, probably like funny as well, and sports. This should be. This is a home run. This should be show of the year. Sorry. Bad home pun. Run. Yeah, sorry. It's a, it's a Wrong sport. Buzzer yeah, beater. He, I don't know. He kicked the touchdown. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm sure I'll watch this. I mean, it will be cool. You're not just not that hyped on it? 
I don't I don't know, like, how many great sports shows have there been? Uh, well, people are really liking, remember they like Brock Meyer? That's kind of not that great. They really like uh, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. Um, Friday Night Lights was huge. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what else we got? But I mean, like, are any of those shows, like, in the conversation for, like, greatest shows of the last decade? I'm, I'm not complaining. I'm not saying they are or not. I'm yeah. just, you know. I don't know. Sports shows, I guess, are not my favorite thing okay. because I watch a lot of sports already. But I don't know. I guess I guess I care. Yeah. I do care. I do care. Sticking with HBO, something I do care about, season three of Succession is coming out this October. We have been brushing this, this topic quite a bit lately because if you haven't been watching it, we want you to go watch Succession. It seems so dry. And there are times that it is, uh, but it is a slow burn and it is such a good show. It's all about the characters. Mm-hmm. The characters and they're all magical. Are just perfect, even though you hate pretty much all of Most them. Most of them, yep. And they're all pretty awful people, and they're all kind of villains. But somehow you're cheering for all of the villains the whole time because they're no good guys. Yeah, pretty much. It's like right away, first few episodes, you'd be like, "These are all despicable people," and then you get used to it, and then you're like, "Oh, but the people that aren't that despicable, these are my good guys." You know what I mean? So it just it takes you a while to realize. How bad the bad people are and they're not comparison. they're not despicable yet but they would love to be that despicable yeah you know what i mean I, yes i just think that the brilliance of the show is that the entire show is just irredeemable villains that are the super rich powerful just jackasses who can't even get along with their own family and the entire show is made up of those characters and somehow you care about those characters even though you absolutely know it and mm-hmm. i think that's the brilliance of the writing the acting everything well, they like, do it they do the, the writing does a really good job of sort of leading you along of like oh this person looks like they're going to do the right thing and then eventually they don't yeah. and they do like mm-hmm. the opposite and they do something horrible or like, they do the right thing surprise you know and that surprises you too it is it is twisty i do sort of feel like i'd like to hear um, an end date for this series or just the plan um, because it's it could become a soap opera. It could, right? Where it's like, you know, you got the family, you got the business. Those are constants. So maybe somebody dies every once in a while or maybe somebody gets married or fired or whatever. Maybe they buy this company or, or get bought by that company. It's still just going to go on. It's not one conflict, mm-hmm. right? I mean, the conflict is who's going to secede the, the boss man, the dad, right? When he dies, who's going to take over the company? But that happens, you keep moving. I mean, then that person gets fired or whatever, right? I just want to hear like, dude, we got five seasons planned. Boom. Or even four. Four would be great. Uh, do two more. But I'm glad I caught up in the past few months. I'm so ready for Succession season three. Who's your favorite character? Uh, it's probably between um, Kendall and Greg. And Shiv. Love Shiv. I love all of them. Kendall is the show. Kendall's fantastic. Came out of absolutely nowhere. <laughs> He's great. He's going to continue to like be nominated and win Best Actor in Drama. He's just great. Do you know what I could really see Kendall doing? What? Something in the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> just always. He'll be like a bitchy Cyclops that dies right away. <laughs> <laughs> be perfect for him. All right. Uh, we all care. Yep. Yeah. All right, keeping it with something we care about on HBO, uh, we're also getting Curb Season 11 around the same time. Hell yeah. Can't wait. So, guys, I... Anytime you bring Leon back into my life, I'm very excited. More Leon. I was late to the Curb party. Okay. Okay. I I never watched the show. I mean, it's an old show. I mean, it came out in, like, 2000, maybe, for the first season? Yeah. Like, late 90s? Okay. Or no, early 2000s? Yeah. Yeah. So... It's it is like before my time, okay. Um, and I just didn't watch any. Yeah, of Yeah, you were probably like five. There's like <laughs> there's like eight seasons, I think, originally, 
and then there's and then there there's a two? long break. There's two newer newer seasons. Is that right? Something like that. I yeah, think. It don't, it's Larry David. He he does the show when he wants to. Mm-hmm. No, but my point is like it went away for like a long time, and then I think they've done two seasons recently, right? Yeah, correct. So I watched both of those and thought they were just perfection. I got two words for you, John Hamm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Eric talked about oh. that for months. <laughs> And then uh, I went back and tried to watch some of the older stuff, and it's like not nearly as good. It's not quite as good. But if you were to ke- if you were to watch that and then get to like six, seven, eight, you would. I think that's actually peak. Yeah, like five, five, it really hits its stride. Like mm-hmm. five through eight are just great across the board. So maybe I'll just like jump ahead and yeah. just watch those. Just start it <laughs> like start like the season, you know, three opener. And if it's yeah. like this is still old looking and not that funny, just try season four opener and just yeah. go. Start till you think it's good, you know? I'm really Just get excited. to the season where the blacks move in. Oh, the blacks. So funny. So fucking funny. That's when Leon was introduced, wasn't it? Yes, because it was the, the, it was like a hurricane refugee. So he was family. dating... Who's that famous actress? Really beautiful. Oh, Vivica A. Fox. Vivica A. Fox came in, and he was dating her, and then like her family moved in. <laughs> so great. No, that was his sister. Oh, was it? I believe, yeah. Okay, okay. They were all family. Yeah. And then the blacks left... And Leon stayed. And Leon stayed. And we're I'm, so I'm grateful. I'm staying, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I thought last season was one of the best things on television. When I sit down in the toilet, my Johnson touches the water. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> Johnson, let me touch the seat. <laughs> um, yeah. So I can't wait. I care. I think we all do. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on. We're gonna we're gonna rapid fire the next few. Okay. Okay. Let's Cow- go. Co- Cowboy Bebop drops November nineteenth on Netflix. Yeah, so it, you know, ad- adapted from this like big time anime. People that don't even know anime maybe have heard of it, maybe not. But um, it was a cool show. I watched quite a bit of it. I'm excited. And it, so, do you guys remember John Cho? John Cho from you know Harold and Kumar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he like is the star of this show. Is like Spike, the main guy in this like kind of bounty hunter space team. He looks fucking shredded, dude. He looks awesome. He did. Like, the is Ku- that him? He looks ten years younger. He did the Kumail Nanjiani. Yeah, Diet? he did. Yeah. He did. He pretty much did. He looks, he's like skinny and cut and just looks badass. So the, the pictures they released got me excited about this more so than I have been. It just looks great. It looks like a, like a high-end, expensive Netflix show. Yeah. So Cowboy Bebop. It might suck. I mean, it. I would say it's still more likely to suck than not, but I'm, I'm into it and I care. I think I'll watch it. Netflix has been pretty ice cold lately. Yeah, they need a couple wins. So I'm hoping this is good. All right, Tess. I care, I care because I think Jimbo's really into like shredded Asian dudes. I think so too. <laughs> hey, Shang Chi, I'll be first like, in line. Boy, he was really cut, and that got me excited. Like, <laughs> okay, he did something for me. It yeah. moved something inside me. All right, I'm moved. excited. Sticking sticking with Netflix, uh, Beverly Hill Cop Four coming into Netflix. Oh God, when you, you said you say Beverly it, Hill like, Cop. Yeah, Beverly Hills Cop. I watched the original, and it's great. I watched it like a few months ago. So when I first brought this as a piece of news for our podcast, I was like more in that mindset. And then I realized they just made Coming to America 2 and I watched it and it was actually unwatchable. I don't know how I did it. I deserve an award. So it's going to be bad. It's just going to be bad. We don't, we shouldn't. It's going to be bad. Um, I don't don't care. And I I agree with you. The original one is fan fucking tastic. Yeah. It is inappropriate Mm -hmm. and kind of racist. Yeah, all balled into one, but it's like kind of Eddie like Murphy, you know, starred in it. Yeah. So it's not like it's like you know whatever. Um, but even like the funny moments and like that Eddie Murphy was like peaking on SNL at the time. This and, is an early movie for him, yeah. And apparently, like the scene where he goes to confront confront Victor Maitland at the at the country club or whatever mm-hmm. was totally improv. Really, by Eddie, yeah. 
God, he was so brilliant then. Yeah. He sucks now. Yep. So this is going to be bad. So we don't care. Let's move Don't on. care. Don't care. Uh, next up, Pen15 getting an animated special out probably on Hulu. Yeah. So I liked Pen15. It's the show where it's like those two 35-year-old female comedians that literally, play, they were like best friends. And they play like, just, it's them. They are the actors, but they're pretending that they're in eighth grade with all eighth grade actors. And it's really fucking funny. It's like inappropriate. And, you know, I think if you were a girl around our age, you may relate more, but you certainly will relate to it as like, you know, a millennial, right? Going through eighth grade around the same time. I think it's a brilliant show. I think they've only had two seasons, short seasons. So this is like a special and I will, it's animated, kind of like a one-off goofy deal. I'm excited for it. I will watch it. I'm guessing you guys won't. Um, can't get you guys to watch it. That's nope. fine. But Pen15 is, is really, really brilliant. If you guys liked uh, uh, Broad City with those two girls at all in New York City, didn't watch that either. Nope. Getting blank looks. All right, well, no, let's that's move pretty on. Good. Sorry, let's move on. Okay, if it's like that, I I would consider it. It definitely is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up, sticking Netflix again, going back there. Army of Thieves premiering on Netflix on October 29th. So, a little context. This is mm-hmm. the prequel yeah. to Army of the Dead, the, the Zack Snyder zombie apocalypse universe film. that he's yeah. already created yeah in i one guess movie. you're right universe is a better way to describe yeah. it because they've got like eight films planned i guess it's gonna uh, be knows? like a big netflix thing going forward i don't um, know i liked his character like this is the german um safe you know, cracker, safe cracker yeah. guy and i guess i don't think there's gonna be zombies in it um i think this happens at a time like you know when when army of the dead came out zombies had been in las vegas for a year or two years right and it was walled off. So I think this happens like while Vegas is, you know, vo- zombies are out there, but I don't think it's going to be like that. So I'm excited. I mean, I don't think it's going to be a very good movie, but I bet it'll be fun. What's the title again, Eric? Army of Thieves. Army of Thieves. Okay. Interesting. Because remember they mentioned like people have already tried to go in and, and whatever. So mm-hmm. yeah, maybe. I don't know. It'll be interesting. I I think this is in Germany because he's from, I think he's came over. I don't know. So whatever, dude. This isn't like some big prime thing, but I bet a lot of people watch it and I get it. I, I like half care. Yeah. I half care. I haven't watched the first one, but I'm going to watch, watch the first one just so I can watch this one. You should. I think it's really good. I liked it a lot. Okay. It's I'm very a, it's very Eric friendly Eric for friendly. the most part. Eric friendly. And we know a, we, we know what to, that means. Yeah, we might need to check for throat rips mm. and or bites. Yeah, but you know what? That's Slices. bites a different story. No, but it was mostly it? it was mostly gunshots. Like, oh, yeah, it, yeah. like it was like Mortal Kombat blood you know what i mean like like the movie it was very where, silly like yeah. super silly oh, like movie. way over the top i'm okay with that okay I, i'm not i'm not really into like oh no they grabbed a box cutter and, and it's like a slow that's that's when i'm like uh-uh get me <laughs> out of here okay uh next up guys finally the guy who made the witch who also made the lighthouse is making a nosferatu movie yeah. so robert eggers just makes crazy ass movies I didn't know you love the witch. I thought it was kind of boring. Anya Taylor-Joy, like, is she going crazy? Or is there a witch involved? Or is it even supernatural? Or why is this movie so long? Um, it, it doesn't make any sense. They would have just burned her 30 minutes in. Right. Like back in that time. Exactly. Yeah. So you've at least seen trailers or know of the yeah. movie. So, but everybody's like, okay, this Robert Eggers guy is a big deal. I think he's going to be continue to make, to write and direct important movies. Lighthouse was batshit crazy. Not even a wreck either. So I'm not sure I'm excited about it, but Anya Taylor-Joy is back to do this crazy... I I always try to watch vampire movies, like, whenever possible. So I'm going to watch it. Um, it's just going to be probably a little too artsy for its own good. Sometimes they're not really worried about linear storytelling or dialogue. Context. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Setting the scene. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. I, I don't know if I care quite yet. No. If it was realistic, they would. it would just be like a woman being like, no, I do think women should be educated. And they'd be like, witch! Yeah. Yeah. 
No, women should have rights. Which does she float? <laughs> Never. That's how you know. All right, guys. Uh, next up, Hot Rex. We're starting with HBO's Hard Knocks. Yeah, they have two episodes out. It's with the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. Which is always entertaining. Is it really? So, like, you don't have to love Jerry Jones to want to hear Jerry Jones say dumb shit. Like, you know, to pretend to be, like, the GM. But they do, like... <laughs> is that what he's, like, doing? Dude, he's just, like, coming there, doesn't he, know what's going on. He and... has, like, a sausage McMuffin from McDonald's and, like, pops the top off of it and takes the salt shaker and, like, salts the sausage. It's the saltiest thing you've ever had. <laughs> it's 50% I had one at the salt. airport yesterday. Yeah. It's so salty. Dude, dude had the salt shaker on his desk and just, like, threw a little more on there. Like, eh, it's not quite up to my standards. Oh. But, uh... That's great. I think the... You know the the training camp aspect, Eric. You know, as a as a football coach and and whatnot, and you you sort of get those fall vibes where you're like, oh, okay, it's training camp. You know, you you're, you're doing two a days and all that stuff, and and some of those memories kind of come flooding back. Um, plus, you get to meet a lot of rookies. Um, you know, high draft picks, middle draft picks, unrestricted free agents, guys that are making a name for themselves that, you know, were just like walk-ons essentially, camp invitees um, overall. And and plus we get like da- like a look at Dak Prescott, yeah, who I think is a very like intriguing person and, you know, uh, player in the NFL. And so, they had a lot of drama in the offseason, right? With like that contract and wasn't there some shit with Zeke and all that stuff? Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah, Zeke's there too, like obviously, but... Um, anyway, I love Hard Knocks. I think it's a okay. it's a fun it's a fun watch. Do you watch all of it every year? Yeah. Okay, Eric, do you catch it every year? No. Okay, I I've only ever watched a couple of them. I don't really I, get into my it. problem with with Hard Knocks is like it's actually kind of a sad show. Yeah, because they um, focus the guys a lot getting of the people cut. getting cut. Yeah. The guys getting cut. The guys getting injured. The guys who you know they're 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 very cold. And I'm not saying it's bad. Usually they're like we want to cut you and get you out of here as fast as we can so that you can hopefully catch on with another team. But it's, you just see it's a pretty brutal business. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I guess I just don't always enjoy that, but you just want to like watch the game and not imagine these heartbreaking things are happening behind the scenes. Uh, I guess, I guess I do. Yeah. I mean, Dak like leg, like snapped on TV last year. Right. Wasn't, wasn't ideal. Um, That's not part of the show. Okay. He's healthy. Okay. Uh, All right. You also watched Rick and Morty. Love Rick and Morty. Season five. Okay. Absolute banger. So when did it come? I I don't know where to find it. I thought I had it like a DVR recording setup. Where is it? You can do like on demand. Okay. So like if you just just Google or not Google, but if you just do the search in the Comcast thing, it'll bring up all the episodes. Okay. This is like, I feel like I did that like a couple months ago and there, maybe it just started up. I don't know, but I got to catch up. I want to, I mean, it's even, even when it's not great, it's still pretty good and it's always short. It's like season three. Good. Okay. So it's back. It's way back. Yeah. All right. Very good. All right. I'm excited. And boob world is back. Nice. All right. They're playing some of the hits at this point. All right. uh, Because it was a slow ass week in television, uh, Jim's been watching 30 rock. Dude, I love this show. This was always one of my favorites, but I never, like, I'm not the person that's like, I'm going to watch Friends for the fourth time. I have seen almost no TV twice. You know, there's always something new. There's not that much new stuff right now. And no, I just have found it, like, just awesome to rip out, you know, three episodes of 30 Rock. I'm sorry at the beginning. Um, it, it's not even hitting its stride at all. But it does start out better than, like, a lot of the, like, Parks and Rec or season one of The Office. It's already much more entertaining and further along than those are. But, dude, they haven't even dialed in some of the best stuff yet, so... I think Jack Donaghy and Tracy Jordan are mm-hmm. two of my favorite TV characters ever. I mean, and her and Liz and then, you know, Jack McBrayer as the page. Those four. Kenneth. Yeah, Kenneth. 
I mean, those four just make the show fantastic. There's a couple other writers that are fine, you know, but they they know their bread and butter is Jack Donahue, um, and his his relationship with Liz Lemon, and obviously Tracy Morgan is fucking great on there. So great show. I mean, it is just awesome. It is so funny and has a little bit of continuity, you know, with the storyline. And that gets better, too, as it goes along where they're like, oh, we have a consistent audience watching week to week. We can do storylines that last longer than 20 minutes. Just just the way Tina Fey, like, rips on herself. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, sorry, I fell asleep on my mac and cheese. Yeah. You know, like, stuff like that. Like, just, I made that one up. But, like, like being overweight or pudgy or, like, eating onion bagels before coming in. You know what I mean? Or like, being, you know, 35 with no kids yeah. or whatever, like, that whole thing. And has no problem, like poking fun at herself and i think that's just so alluring mm-hmm. you know it's not something you see you know where these stars stars like you know she was an snl writer but like she's a pretty big time star yeah like literally the show was about making her look as stupid as possible her character mm-hmm. right anyway, yeah yeah it's uh dude it's a great show i think it's up there with you know these other ones that kind of spun off from the office where it's kind of like interview style workplace comedies yeah i think it's great it's fantastic. And it's probably a little bit better than Parks, and I like Parks a lot. Alec Baldwin is just so captivating. Uh, he's so good. All right, That's guys. my rec. Go watch it. All right. I think I'm watching it on uh, Hulu. Hulu, okay? Third time. Go ahead. Hit it. Well, let's go. All right, <laughs> new segment, um, or not new segment, old segment, back again. Steamer or streamer. This week, you guys both watched Reminiscence. Tell us what it is. Well, let me correct the record. Mm. I watched like 48 minutes of reminiscence okay and that was more than enough to know that this is a huge warm steaming pile of shit it's a stream it's a steamer it's, it's a, i mean let's just there's gonna be no so first off where is this movie it's on hbo max right it is on hbo max and in theaters yeah this was part of the warner brothers deal yes oh i guess it made so bad. two million dollars in the box office over the weekend i can't i mean who went I don't know. I, I'm, so, I'm that shocked. That seemed high. Yeah, that seemed that seems high. Uh, yeah, man. So this is a big Hugh Jackman movie, and it's got other actors you've heard of. Um, the gal who played uh, Ilsa in the Mission Impossible. Rebecca Ferguson. Rebecca Ferguson, Who is yeah. a f- fucking star. She's yeah. awesome and is going to continue to do great stuff. This isn't one of them. Dandy Newton. Thandy Newton, we love her. HBO loves her. This is not one of her things. <laughs> no. Uh, I, I watched about 25 minutes of it. And I shut it off. It starts with like these very serious melodramatic voiceovers from Hugh Jackman. And like, uh, I don't like working at night, but that's the way the world is now. Yeah. Yeah. It has like a noir, like over like the streets were dark, misty. I knew there was trouble. Like sleep was hard to come by. Yeah. I mean, but you got to do what you got to do. And then he's like taking a shot of whiskey. Right. You know, really, really cheesy. And they couldn't take itself more seriously. So, uh, yeah, man, this is not a wreck. This is an anti-wreck. This is a... Steam, big pile of steam, steaming stay shit. Stay away, hands off. Don't even bother clicking it. No, you're not gonna like it. You're not going. There's to. no. There's not one person I know that I that I would recommend this movie to. And right. be like, you're kind of into bad movies, right? You know, <laughs> yeah. like I don't. I wouldn't Maybe even recommend Bubba. It. Maybe we should wreck this to Bubba. Bubba, Bubba, if you're Dude. listening, check this one out. It might be hot for you. All right, guys. Sadly, for the last time, <sighs> it's that time again. I'm going to get emotional because it's the end of Summer of Star Wars. And John Williams is a magician. Oh. That's why you get emotional. Oh, I'm so sad that this summer fun, fun rewatch. is over. The This has been my favorite rewatch. Really? 
Yeah. Gosh, I don't know. I really. I think love, Harry Potter was mine. Yeah, I honestly. really. I mean, I mean, I've just. This have, is up there with the top, as we as it should be. I've watched the Harry Potter movies on Freeform or ABC <laughs> Family or yeah. whatever fucking station it's on, like half of the weekends in my life. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so that was just a little bit going through the motions. So I was kind of like fun man, to talk about, but not as much. To Harry watch. Potter is my favorite series ever, but I've just watched the movies so many times. You've killed them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I'm kind of like, yeah, I'll watch it again, but. You know, I wasn't as excited as Star Wars, which I didn't like Star Wars until like the last five years. Like, so I, you I, haven't seen these movies that many times. Oh no, I've seen each of these movies, but m- you had seen all of them. I'd seen every movie, but I don't know if I've seen any movie more than twice. Okay, and so, so like I was pretty new to Star Wars. Like I grew up thinking I grew up as like an anti-Star Wars person. That's sad. Oh, man. you were that guy. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I was like Star Wars isn't even cool. It's stupid. You know, it's like I, I I have grown to love it so much, and this this uh, rewatch was really fun for me. Is it nice to know that all the best Star Wars is still yet to come? Oh, it's so nice to know that. <laughs> it's 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 true. I think that we're gonna. I mean, still, I watched all. We watched all eleven Star Wars movies they've ever made, and the best one, in my opinion, is still Rogue One. This was made four years ago, so. I think um, that yeah. the best thing about Star shape. Wars, which we'll talk more about as we go through this, is that uh, of the 11 movies in chronological order, the last nine in chronological order, I really like. Mm-hmm. So the story is good. And even things that suck are just disappointing in a way that like Game of Thrones was disappointing. Like, I'm like, oh, why did they have to end it like that? That was kind of stupid. But I really loved it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you're disappointed that they didn't nail like the app, the story perfectly. But the it's still so damn good. The moments are so great. And it's so great to watch. Like visually, it's, it's a spectacle. Just mm-hmm. a spectacle. It's yeah. perfect. Yeah. So we dive in here. Um, this is Rise of Skywalker, Episode Nine. This is it. I, I really thought that the beginning was cool and it looked really cool, but the story to start was such bullshit. <laughs> so the crawl, you hated the crawl. I hated the crawl, and into the whole first five minutes, there it's like suddenly Kylo Ren has this wayfinder and he's on his way well, to. They showed Exegol. him get it on a planet. He kills a bunch they of. They just like, went to a lot of places in this movie. He went to the planet that Grimace is from. And just <laughs> fucked up. Or the, oh, Grimace's or, brother. Or was he the Hamburglar? Yeah. The Hamburglar. They look like a bunch of yeah, I was like, Grimace? Not Grimace. That's right. Ronald's autistic friend. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, the Hamburglar. That's an old family guy joke, by Is the way. Really? That's, not, yeah. that's not a Ryan original. Oh, the Hamburglar. Either way, either way, he perfection. just kills an entire army of Hamburglars and gets a Wayfinder, which was just like in a in a rock statue. Yeah. He goes to Exegol. Only and two then ever made. instantly meets up with the Emperor. And then yeah, the Emperor... they establish it right away. I mean, the very first line of the crawl uh, was the dead speak. We've broadcasts are, and I was, I remember seeing this and being like, what? Well, no, we knew, we knew. <laughs> what are they doing? We knew from the, we, we knew, knew from, Palpatine was coming back. Yeah. Because of the cast. Like they had, I think that at they just Star wanted Wars, to like. At Star Wars day or whatever, Star Wars They Con, had that guy. He after. was like, welcome back. You know, and he did the voice and everyone was like, yay. And then we were yeah. all like, what? What? <laughs> Well, that is exciting, but is uh, it good? Is it a good choice? I, no. I stick with no so overall. My problem with this is that we started the movie, the last movie, trying to wrap up this whole thing by completely changing the story out of nowhere with no lead into it in any of the other movies. Correct. Yeah. I, totally. think, I think the vitriol from the nerds, the fans, the online comments 
Star Wars, the uh, Kathleen Kennedy and company panicked, and they're like, "We got to do something different," mm-hmm. because for whatever reason, Ryan Johnson's uh, "The Last Jedi" rubbed everyone the wrong way, or or whether or not perceived or true or not, they decided to go in a completely different direction, and yeah. then they brought back JJ. They fired Colin Trevorrow. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is just a disaster. It was crazy. I mean. It- I have a lot of notes of them retconning a lot of different stuff. Um, you know, obviously, th- I think the biggest thing that that I have a problem with, and we're just jumping around here. But, I was going to say, yeah, maybe we get back I to I mean, it. we can. I just, you know, for them to just decide, okay, Palpatine's back because we need a villain and they killed Snoke. Um, and Ray is going to be his granddaughter. I just, mm-hmm. I, I think that this mm-hmm. movie could totally have worked without that happening. Um, you have, you know, maybe do you just Palpatine. S- do you just want to say the end of it, too? <laughs> I mean, I might as well. <laughs> just let me just say this, though, because I think you could have had the same movie. Palpatine could have taken an interest in her, but her parents still could have been nobody, right? And and maybe they do introduce who her parents are and give them some cool scenes, but they aren't special. They're not the son of Palpatine. They're just showing that, like, hey, there you can be special in this universe. And an average person that works hard that has you know doesn't have a place in the story is still important. And they were great people. They just weren't. They just weren't anybody. They but have, they decided they have, to to go a different route. They didn't so. have Jedi lineage, and I think that was yeah. like the easy. That was like the escape hatch for them, which mm-hmm. was just like, eh, we'll just make her blood relative to X Y Z. Yeah, and then they, which really destroys a lot of the stuff they talked about. Because in you're right. They they the could last have, movie. They could have easily just. It could have easily just been like. Uh, yeah, she's just super powerful, um, kind of questioning whether or not dark or light, you mm-hmm. know, she meets Kylo and is like swaying her one way or the other and then not be related to Palpatine at all. Yeah, and it could have been just fine. was just interested in her because he could sense her. At, even at birth, he knew that she was going to be important, but she was nobody. But anyways. So this, that part sucked. But then it goes into a really cool, like Millennium Falcon space chase where they're meeting an informant and they're downloading this information and they're like trying to escape and they light speed hop or whatever they called it um, to escape. I thought that scene was great. Mm-hmm. I love the Poe, Finn, Chewie team, which is really fun. It really, really awesome. I loved it. And boy, oh boy, are they good at doing space stuff in Star Wars at this point. These trilogies took the space fights, which I always thought were stupid and boring, to like some of the best parts of the movie. Mm-hmm. Loved this. Thought it was great. And then instantly they're kind of like, okay, um, we don't have time to give you any more backstory. Uh, we have 16 hours to, yeah. to end this whole thing. The rest of this movie is going to be just fucking hectic. Mm-hmm. Hope you're ready. We've been here for eight minutes of the movie. And, and you have 16 hours real time left. And you, yep. <laughs> and it's just, this is it. The rest of the movie is only going to be out of control. I was pumped. Mm-hmm. I was pumped. I was like, this might not be good storytelling, but shit, this is going to be a good time. And I it, thought it was at least very like, it's it was clear it was easy to follow there was like you know they threw it way back to like you know jedi as an old religion and the sith as maybe an older religion and all that stuff was really cool i thought it was cool like they had a mission they had to get to exegol i thought the exegol planet was maybe a little over the top at the size of the fleet the side the fact that there's millions of sith followers there jim just wants to go to the end of the movie I keep trying. <laughs> I know. I just thought that that stuff was maybe a little over the top. But I mean, all that stuff was cool. Like it was a, a well, it was very driving, right? It was always driving towards the ending. For sure. Which and is the last one. It, made it was the wayfinder for the movie. There you go. Perfect. So they go to this like weird sand planet, which is having like a, a dancey, like, like almost like pig elephants, 
in space thing. Could have skipped all that. I, I liked it. I liked I the little like babies laughing at the story. I was like, these things happened. are adorable. And then you get a great um, moment where Kylo hops into her mind. It's like Harry Voldemort shit at this time. Mm-hmm. He hops into her mind. Completely ripped off. They start talking. He grabs the beads off her neck. They find out where they are. She knows that they're coming. You get this whole scene where they try to escape stormtroopers. It looked awesome. They can fly. You know, yeah, like yeah. that Finn, whole thing. Finn yelling, woo! Like, you knew that moment was coming, too. Yeah. yeah. Liked that whole part. Looked so cool with the speeder chase thing. I thought that was awesome. They fall into, like, a sand pit, and then there's, like, a giant sand centipede thing. That was really dumb, though, right? It was so dumb, but it, it, it introduced a force power that we hadn't seen, which would be, like, really prominent in the movie. Yeah. So, I guess I at least... The force ap- healing. I at least appreciated that it wasn't something that we just saw for the first time in a big moment. Like, they tried to be like, this is gonna be a thing. Mm-hmm. She can do it to anyone. She can do it to animals. Maybe yeah. she'll do it to a human. I kind of thought that was good. Um, they find this this Sith blade. Dagger. Uh, yeah. This might be the worst part of the movie. The Sith <laughs> dagger is probably the worst part of the movie. Yeah. I mean, because they already had, like, a magical artifact in the Wayfinder. And then you need to introduce another, like, magical artifact or whatever, historical artifact to get to the Wayfinder, <laughs> you know. It was like playing like, a video game. So yeah, it, it, it was. It was like side mission, and a, then they, yeah. you know, introduce another side mission. A blade with Sith writing on it, this ancient Sith language or whatever. C-3PO is programmed to not be able to speak it? Who made that fucking choice? Yeah. Who was like, let's make it so he can't read the language that we probably need him to read the most. If we ever find a Sith thing, he can't read it. Yeah. Like, what? That's terrible writing. So they have to go to this, like, weird planet and then carry Russell's there and buy Babu Frick, star of the movie. Yeah, Babu yeah. was fantastic. I don't even know what he said. He was just great. <laughs> he just <laughs> made noises like him. that. Loved him. Loved and he was a master electrician. You know, apparently. I was surprised that they wanted to introduce these characters in this last movie, like Babu and like Kiri- Shinu- Zen- Zenry? Jenny? Shinu- who cares? Okay. She was like a nothing, like who, an absolute who? nothing. Carrie Russell? Yeah. They I mean, just. I- I just like Carrie Russell. I mean, yeah, but then they put her in a fucking helmet the entire time. Just a mistake. They showed her her eyes at one point. This whole scene on this planet, I was like getting my phone out. Yeah, this some of the stuff was not great. I mean, it it lulls from pretty much when you describe them going to the sand planet up through like them decoding C three PO. I think, but I mean, some entertaining stuff, but. You did. I, we. You did miss the uh, the Kylo trying to run over Ray in the oh the, his his tie fighter. I can't believe I missed that. On. Okay, loved this scene. She goes and down. She, she zaps knows, some force lightning, which is she crazy. She knows Kylo's coming, and the Knights of Ren show up. Which we, we got were some so Knights of Ren. Fucking pumped about the Knights of Ren. They were just little bitches. But anyways, mm-hmm. Kylo shows up. Knights of Ren take Chewbacca. Ray waits for him to come. He tries to run her over, and she flips over the ship, cuts the wing off, and. Well, as she sees him coming, she starts running at his ship, mm-hmm. which we saw in the trailer. But. No, she ran away from it. Away oh, from yeah, it. Oh, yeah, you're She right. ran right. away from it and then flipped on purpose. She ran away. Oh, it was cool. It, it was very cool. So it cool. looked amazing. Yeah, yeah. It looked so cool. I actually really liked the scene. I just think that this movie and this, this trilogy, um, they nailed it so much with the casting of Rey and Kylo. Mm-hmm. And there was the most redeeming part of this film. Their chemistry is so good. The re- most redeeming part of this film and probably the last one. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, they're quite captivating. 
when they are together in any way and they make sure that they are quite a bit so eventually they go to this planet they get they find out about you know they they get c-3po memory erased sad 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 never sad about anything with c-3po um they end up how did they end up going to the ship they had the medallion that yes, uh, she, she gave, gave them. them yeah they go on the ship the three guys get captured and then uh hux suddenly is bad or is good yeah he's he was the screen. spy he's they established the spy. a spy He's on screen for a minute. He's like, I just want Kylo Ren to lose. And then he fucking gets shot. And then they just kill him like a minute later. Just a brutal job with the Hux, who was a pretty good character in this trilogy. Yeah, um, he got no love from he got JJ. None. No. JJ was like, let's erase him from this thing. Yep. Uh, Ray goes into Kylo's chambers. There's the Darth Vader mask. And by the way, this set of like the all white was amazing really memorable so yeah. cool their little connection here he's down on the ground she's up in his quarters they're talking the vader thing gets ruined as they have a fight for the first time and i thought this was so cool they fight for the first time in this connection mm-hmm. and in the camera is going back and forth between the dark village and the white quarters yeah and and they seemed like they filmed the fight scene twice yes and then they could stitch it together it was so cool I really liked this. Eventually, the Vader mask stand gets ruined. The helmet ends up in his place uh, on the planet. Yeah, at this he just time. saw it. He just saw it smashed. Yeah, mm-hmm. loved this. Thought it was so cool. He heads to her. She's trying to leave. Um, I don't know. I thought the whole like, kind of escape from the ship part didn't necessarily make sense. How easy it was for them to get out of there, but it was still cool. And I, I, I it's liked just it. you know, there's some things that they they always do. Like we've, I mean, we've seen now all the Star Wars movies. The good guys always go on these ships. They go on the Death Star. They go in the command ships. They infiltrate yeah. to save prisoners. Over they and saved, over and over. They saved Leia. Then they, they saved, saved Han. Chewbacca. And they saved yeah. They and saved Chewbacca Chewie wasn't actually dead. That part was so stupid. So uh, stupid. Yeah, didn't love that. The fake out totally <laughs> not necessary. Um, but you know, like there was definitely some dumb decisions. But at this point in the movie, I was like, I'm really into this. I was really yeah, enjoying oh, it. Yeah. Oh, I was having a blast at this. point. Yeah, yeah. Um, then where do they go? Does she? Does Ray leave? I feel like at this point they're still together. And they go to the water planet. C-3PO has oh. like has it figured out, and they go to the Death Star planet. The Death Star that, planet, that's onto Death this, Star Two, yeah. down on the ground in the water, and then they land. They crash land, and then Ray's like, "Oh, what if I stand in this perfect spot with this blade, and I hold it up to a ship that's mostly submerged in water and couldn't possibly move in the last fifty years or whatever?" And then it just so happens to line up perfectly from the view I'm at with this <laughs> stupid thing, and then the thing is just in the throne room of the fucking death star right which like somebody Duh. would have checked someone would have fucking checked that this was just absurd yeah well i was confused too did she cut her finger on that little metal piece that sort of like pulled no out it was like just the, red it was just red okay yeah uh, i know that thing was weird because so i thought like dumb. maybe she cut her finger and was like oh this is something and then like just kind of figured it out that way but that's even worse no it was like the red is in like indicate to go to this so, okay dumb. yes that was dumb there's just better ways uh, they could have done that, that was with so like poor. A, it's like they didn't need some mechanical tool they could no. have just had a little zip drive i mean and then when she gets into the ship though i was like wow this looks incredible it was scary and it was cool to see ray full circle scavenging scavenging, scavenging a sh- uh, an imperial ship this was great and I, it looked amazing. And of course, they were like, "Hold on, wait, we'll we'll, we'll get a good ship to go." And Ray's like, "Fuck that shit, I'm out of here." Yeah, yeah. a little Hops weird on for a little, her just to go. Little canoe. 
And then Kylo meets her there. Yeah, so she goes in, and before that, she goes into the throne room, and she runs into that evil Ray Vision. made no sense. I, I, I thought it was cool. It looked fine. It looked awesome. Why? What? Who was that? What was that? Remember, she just said her biggest fear was herself. Yeah, so I know, I but why was something literally attacking her? Because she grabbed the Sith Wayfinder, which is like information. Like, it was like obviously having some kind of pull to her to the You were fine side. with it, Ryan? You didn't even question it? I just thought it looked cool. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I, I kind of stopped because questioning stuff force, about whatever. halfway through this. All right. So Kylo shows up. He breaks the Wayfinder, which we just spent the whole fucking movie trying to get. Yeah. He's like, you're only going to Exegol with me. And then you get one of the best fight scenes in all of Star Wars. Just a fantastic scene on the edge of the ship. The waves are crashing down. It's like brutal, violent to the point where Ray like gases. Yeah. She's exhausted at the end. She's lost. Kylo I mean, the waves are coming her. in, and they're jumping really far across these gaps, and um, Kylo's not trying to kill her, but he's winning handily. He's just whooping her, and she's out of gas, and he's just, like, beating down on her with the saber. She is done, and then he's kind of, like, questioning, like, do I kill her? Do I keep her alive? Like, what do I do? And then at that moment, Leia uses the rest of her life force to call out to him using his name. Ben, he stops, he shuts his lightsaber off, he drops the saber, and then Ray grabs it, fucking kills him. grabs it, and well. stabs him through the fucking gut. This was shocking to me. This was the most evil move by Ray. This dude literally just showed her the most mercy, and she was like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm going to kill you with your own weapon. Leia dies. Both of them sense this as they're a dyad in the Force. And <laughs> New term. Yeah. New term introduced. And yeah. then and then she force heals him, which I had no issue with. I actually thought that was kind of cool. That was fun. She Did for- you notice it was pretty cool? So when she was healing his stomach area, you could see the scar disappear from his face. Really? She healed the scar too. She did. Yes. I and it was very that. subtle. Like it was all wet and shit. But later he's like Ben with no scar. Oh my god. Scar gosh. gone. Didn't notice. Very cool. That's super cool. I know. So that's what I'm here for. Uh, she takes his ship. Now this is this is like the third most bullshit thing in this movie, okay? So the first being the whole Palpatine thing. The second being the fucking wave or the, the dagger. The third being she takes Ben's ship, which he just so happened to have kept the fucking thing in. The, mm-hmm. the, the Wayfinder. After he'd already been there and that ship was destroyed, by the way. Remember when you just said that Ray blew up a ship? Yeah. This was a second ship that looks like the first one and had the Wayfinder in it. He had it so. with him in his ship. So then she has it. She sends her signal back to the Resistance. They can follow her to Exegol. We're in the end game now. At this point, yeah, we're headed to the end. I have to say that like I'm bitching a lot on this, but I was really in. Like I was like, this is really fun. I'm having mm-hmm. a fucking blast watching this movie. So this is all getting exciting. It's a good time. And then she goes to Exegol. It looks really fucking cool. They're waiting for her there. Um, they decide Resistance is like, this is it we're making our last stand we're going to exit it's a very like um sacrificing sacrificial like on the altar feeling you know what's crazy by the way i'm sorry we just missed a whole big the luke thing yeah she goes to Octu as if to give up Mm -hmm. blows up the ship she just stole with the wayfinder in it yes um and then luke pretty much sits there and and like undoes everything that his character was established to be in the last yes, movie. Yes, I was wrong. I was wrong. I'm a, still a hero. Just normal hero, yep. guys. Nothing conflicting about it. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I was wrong. I was being a coward. You shouldn't do the same. I kind of liked that, though. It was fine. It was fine. Um, had, sort of whatever. Again, retconning Ryan yep. is what they were trying to do. Oh, totally. So then it, 
you know, you have to go face the Emperor, whatever. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. that you're a Palpatine. Um, yeah, me and Leia both knew the whole time that you were a Palpatine. Never said anything. But yeah, why would we talk to you about that? That was terrible. Disney was totally terrible. knew the whole time. Disney okay? tried to ruin Disney this. knew, just because yeah. we just said we knew the whole time. Yeah. So yeah. they didn't just this. make that decision. They pull the, he pulls the X-Wing out as his final kind of thing, and then uh, she hops there, hot, drives to Exegol, and brings the Resistance with her eventually. Some of them. I'm in on this. I thought this was really fun. The whole yeah. last stand of the Resistance thing, I was really excited. The ships in the sky looked really cool, like the whole fleet. Um, I hate everything with Palpatine, but she goes there, meets Palpatine. He's like, kill me. If you kill me, I am one with you. It didn't really make sense to me. The Sith will reign for yeah. whatever. I am all the Sith, uh-huh. and you if are you all the kill Jedi. me, then I will become... You know, I'll merge with you, essentially, yeah. and we'll rule together or whatever. I mean, I was like, okay, okay, I guess. But um, I was really into this guy. He looked great. I mean, he yeah. looked so cool with the big, giant, like, kind of spider leg that he was attached to. Yeah, that was cool. Um, the Sith people were freaky in the audience. It looked awesome. I mean, the the huge display of, like, force lightning, the Sith lightning mm-hmm. up into the sky, with like, affecting all the, the ships. Oh, sweet. It just looked great. So he's just, she doesn't want to do it. She doesn't agree, and he is just going to ragdoll her around then. Um, the, the whole sky fight was cool. Like, even the corny bullshit that happened, I liked. Mm-hmm. Like, even when they were like, they landed on the ship, and then yeah, a bunch a ground of attack, people huh? on yeah. horses came off. Even that, I was like, fucking do it like this is great um i love them being at the level the altitude of the ships so that they couldn't get take too much damage that way mm-hmm. um them trying to take down the tower i thought this was probably one of the best parts for finn in mm-hmm. all of the movies i thought he was really cool and brave in this whole scene um and then like the hopelessness of poe i really liked when yeah. he's pretty much thought we had a chance guys kind I, of echoed leia when she thought that they had lost. They're in not the last coming. Movie. Yeah. Like the hope, the spark is dead people and whatever. I thought that was like really a good moment. And then suddenly Lando and 10 million like, you know, ice cream truck drivers yeah. show up at the same time. <laughs> and I was excited. Like yeah. genuinely it was like a cool, good, positive, happy Star Wars moment. Well, you, and, and once again, the scale was huge and it had to be because they had just shown 10,000 shit like it destroyers or a thousand or whatever it was the scale was so big here that at least when they brought in the scrappy group it was an overwhelming amount it of random ships yeah. it had to be yeah yeah, yeah I, I like that um then kylo shows up looking fucking so athleisure good this is ben this is the first time we've ever yeah. seen ben solo as a character because he's not kylo anymore ben is just Lulu'd out. He is looking so handsome. He's got like stretch fit. He looked like pants. he owned a yoga studio for sure. Yeah. He shows up, but he's thrown away his lightsaber after he met with his father, which we forgot to talk about too. Very careless with, with the lightsabers. He meets with Han Solo. He throws um, the the saber in, killing Kylo Ren. People thought this was like some fan service bullshit. I kind of liked it. That he met, that he saw Han? Yeah, I, I liked it. Well, it just didn't make any sense, you know, and then they even had to say, what are you? I'm a memory. Let's be that. Let's be clear. I'm not a forced ghost because that the, the people wouldn't like that. I, it was a nice moment that they that they cheated to get, in my opinion. It was a good moment. Okay. I liked it. All right. So we eventually get him running around with just a blaster, shooting a bunch of people, and then here come the Knights of Ren. This was cool. It was great. Very this cool. This was scene. cool. You know, they, they do the force swap of the... <laughs> 
of the the saber. Oh. He does like a kind of like a cool like, all right, come on, let's fight. And then he he pretty much lays them out. And these are his like best Th- friends. This is his fucking crew. This is his crew. And they so. are like, well, kind of. Well, I mean, he wasn't, pal- he's he wasn't palling around with them that much. No, well, but like, yeah, but he the, wasn't palling around with anybody. Like in the comic books, these are his friends. Oh, yeah. Well, th- I mean, these are the people friends. that he took from the Jedi. Maybe he yeah, got from, them elsewhere, yeah. too. But I think they were training. They were the guys he took from training with Luke. Yeah. And like they turned into this crew and then Okay, but we don't know that in the films. Not true. But yeah. you were meant to think like these were his, his closest confidants at least. And then the the switch at the big moment, he takes the saber from behind his head. This was pretty electric Star Wars. Yeah. He lays them to waste. I loved this. He was forced pushing everyone. And then you get the battle of the um whatever troopers versus both of them um in front of the emperor and that was really that was great cool too. too yeah yeah so eventually um they get shut down by the emperor he le- electrocutes all the ships he just takes ben and just throws him into a pit which Ryan? safest place in star wars <laughs> we knew place. he was coming out of that pit at some point i, I was like oh god thank god ben's okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's just been tossed down an endless rocky pit he's yeah. safe he's fine we know he's safe now so that was uh kind of weird and then ray takes on the emperor um she pulls out a lightsaber two he lightsabers starts, he starts shocking her she takes out a second lightsaber and then he can't stop the force lightning and then he just indiana joneses himself which yeah. he did before same way same. kept shocking and even though it was on himself he's so. like in, he's like invincible he figured out how to be have eternal life but he can't figure out how to stop force shocking someone with a lightsaber yeah so anyways twice that happened yeah. um she melts his face and then she dies apparently did not become one with him even though she killed him yeah no he killed himself okay he killed himself with the force lightning she oh i like that then. it so then that didn't happen that was that was actually smart then yeah so okay. he kills himself that's why they just they sealed up a plot hole in my mind yes Eric, you just helped yeah and then and then yes. she dies kind of <laughs> she's dead and then Ben, and she looked gross, like real did. dead. Then Ben grabs her like a small doll yep. and then is like cradling her dead body. He uses now the force healing power, gives his life force to her. He smiles for the first time in the movies, which I thought was nice. They share uh, a smooch and then he dies. And I thought it was like a good ending. Yeah. It was like a good like ending to their little romance it was the perfect redemption for him it mirrored darth vader's redemption in the same kind of way so they still he told kind the of same did story com- he did sort of complete what darth vader you know i'm going to complete what you started or whatever he said to the mask and mm-hmm. you know and in the end he kind of did because vader thought he killed the emperor Mm-hmm. But they actually really did this time. So he kind of did complete it, just not what he was maybe thinking at the time. Then Ray goes to Luke's old home and then takes Leia and Luke's lightsabers and buries them. For no reason. For no fucking reason. When there's just, like no lightsabers in the world. Just like a kid to go, come find them. She makes her own lightsaber. And if she, she buried them in the sand where maybe this is the point where she could go get them at any time and use the force to dig them up true yeah um then she makes her own lightsaber 
It's yellow. Pretty fucking cool. This weird lady comes out of nowhere and is like, where? Who are you? No, what's your last name, though, for the people watching in the theater? Yeah, and then she's... she's um, <laughs> I'm Ray. Ray steals the name Sk- Skywalker. Skywalker in Why wasn't opinion. she Organa or something? I thought she was closer with, with Leia. I don't know. This was stupid. Yeah, the epilogue was... Actually, really, everything after Ben died was, was kind of bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like I did like when they jumped around to the different planets and showed that you know this truly was the end of the first order because there was now uprisings in all the other locations and you saw their ships falling on Endor and all the other places that was important so that you can kind of get more closure like well that couldn't have been all of them right um you get some really cheesy stuff with like you know a forced gay kiss and then you get a, a point where I don't know where the kiss was so bad it was I mean it's just it's just stupid right it's like dude we're obviously not you know, anti anything here, but it was just forced in there. Um, and then you get Chewie getting a medal for no fucking reason. Yeah, and then and then land just for fan service. You know, then definitely a, a long wild night with uh, what's her name, Lando. No, 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 no. Because uh, Lando got a goofy moment too. Yeah, Lando was like, Lando gets hey, a young, moment. Hey, young girl, let's find out a little more about you. And then that was it. And then it was like, okay, so they're both black. Am I supposed to think that that's like actually because he was you know fucking everything around the galaxy? I don't know. He, was it like he was like a fatherly role or like a or was he like hitting on her? I don't know. Was I like didn't a, get it. Was he a dad or a daddy? Yeah, I, I think <laughs> I mean, maybe both. It was a little. That was so. Was, there was definitely some dumb stuff in there. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, right? I, I liked. The finish with Ray and Kylo, and that's what was redeeming about these movies anyways. Okay, so here's what I'll say, guys. If I had to rate this movie, I have to give it two grades, okay? Um, story, I'm giving it a 62. Fun, I'm giving it a 98. Mm. This movie averages out to an 80 for me. I really liked okay. it. It was really fun. There was so much dumb stuff that happened, but the characters were great. Poe, Finn, um, Leia... You name it. I really liked everybody in this. Uh, do you want to know why this series, why this trilogy was disappointing to people? Because Star Wars fans are such little bitch crybabies that they just force them to do a bunch of bullshit and then they complain about that too. So I yeah. had a great time. I thought this movie was so fun. And for most of the time, I was able to kind of like not think of the dumb stuff that they did and the bad decisions and just enjoy all the cool stuff. So I'll go next. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be the wet blanket. Sure. I like this movie less than The Last Jedi. Okay, that's fine. But you really like The Last Jedi. Me too, for sure. This is like, this movie's like a 68 for me. And I agree, Eric, like, I thought, excuse me, sorry, the the fun parts were fun. Oh, yeah. But like, every time we brought up something, you just kind of hand waved it away and you're like, I don't know, I kind of like that part. Like, even though, like, none of it made sense, it didn't fit in the film, mm-hmm. you don't know why it's why there. Why was Lando on that planet? There were so many things where you're like, what? Why is this happening? Yeah. And it was just happening, and you just sort of like, okay, I guess I'm going to go along with this. And, like, how many times did you have to say that? So, I'm not going to dwell on this too much. I didn't have a lot of fun. I found myself bored mm. at times. Again, the highs were really high, but everything else was just very meh for me. Okay. Um... I overall liked it. I liked it more than the first time I saw it. Um, For me, it's an 83. Uh, I enjoyed the movie. I think it's more rewatchable than I realized, having seen it only now three times, I suppose. I agree. I don't think think I'll ever want to watch this one again. Okay, so finale. here's my hot take, okay? My hot take. If I had to rank the trilogies, okay? Mm, Let's do that. I am ranking them without a doubt. The sequels, number one. The original number two and the prequels a d 
distant third. I just think that it's not fair because Mm -hmm. I can understand that there is no sequels without the original ones right. and the original ones changed film forever and they changed everything that we watch now and like they made all these timeless characters and the reason that disney owns it is because like i yeah. get it they also just made movies you know 40 plus years ago and we're so much fucking better at it these movies were so fun even though they were disjointed and there was like infighting with the people making them yeah, yeah. i agree with <laughs> your rooms through i agree with your ranking um yeah i'm, I'm good at that I had just the best time watching the last three, but like... I think actually I would maybe go original sequels, prequels, but... Only I just don't like Return of the Jedi. That's that that yeah. knocks it down and down. <laughs> right, you really did it. You really did it. <laughs> Return of the Jedi was like, and turned, I liked it. It turned into like, um, I I don't know the movies from the eighties well enough, but it was like it was almost like a Home Alone, you know, level of like silliness or like yeah. I know it's that's yeah. a little if later. If they had paint cans on strings, it would have been just like Home Alone. <laughs> that's it turned into that. I yeah. was like, holy, just shit. waiting for an iron to fall out of a tree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the stormtrooper pulls a, a cord because he's tired and then like things fall on his head it was fucked up all right guys so i had the best time i hope you guys did too hopefully you guys watched along with us summer of star wars was a lot of fun and we are going to now announce our next rewatch oh pink panther that's right oh no All right, if you didn't know what this is, it is James Bond. The most movies of any franchise ever. Mm. One of the biggest movie franchises, and it is all coming to a head with the 25th, Bond 25. I think it's called uh, No Time to Die. Correct. So the crazy thing is, over the next year, we are going to do 52... No, I'm just kidding. We're definitely not. So but we're going to touch on them. Here's the deal. We have six weeks of a Bond rewatch. We have four new Daniel Craig movies that we're going to watch leading up to No Time to Die, the fifth of those. Can't wait. We haven't decided yet on the first two rewatches we're going to do. So I say that we, this week, will pick a few and then we'll let the fans vote two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. And then we'll watch. Okay, whatever movie. Yeah, they we'll vote put for. out like we'll put out like the four options. Yeah, and then we'll have the people vote, and then we'll put up three options and have people vote, or maybe just whatever. We will work it out. Yeah. Um, maybe it's gonna be. Maybe we'll throw it back. You know, and do an older one like Doctor No, or maybe we watch Goldeneye. I don't know, but we'll figure it out. It'll be sweet. We'll watch two two earlier Bond movies. We don't know which ones yet, but um, we'll let you guys know this week. You guys can watch with us. We'll watch the four Craig movies leading up to the new one, which we will uh, hopefully watch right away and get back to you guys since it's been delayed for what a year and a half, something like that. It's, it's been... pretty much like from the beginning of COVID, right? Yeah, yeah I think so. It was like early April. Was was twenty twenty was Eric, when it was supposed Eric, to. Eric, how out. excited are you that for like, uh, let's see, seven of the last of including our Bond rewatches for three weeks you had Adam Driver and then we're gonna have a, a lull of two and then you're gonna get four weeks of Daniel Craig. Oh, wow. that's just some good movies. Those are some good acting right there. And <laughs> and then finally it all ends with one of my favorite actors, Rami Malek. Ah, uh, yeah. There you go. He's joining who's, up. Who's joining up with the with the can't crew. wait for that. That's gonna be so good. So I'm really excited about this. Um, this is something that we on the podcast have been pumped up about. Hopefully you guys love Bond. And this is a rewatch that I think will be perfect, um, leading us into the fall. So that is what we have this week um hopefully you guys enjoyed the summer of star wars and uh stick around and hear our latest sports cast as uh, we're heading into 
uh, out of the sports lull of the summer and into playoff baseball, the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, Premier League, everything. I mean, sports kind of start back up here in the fall. So um, check that out as well as we kind of uh, say goodbye to uh, the lull with no summer sports and we get you guys excited for what is to come. Until then, thank you guys for hanging out with us today and listening to the Nordies Podcast. Thank you.